and welcome back to the Riverdale Recap Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about everything that has happened since the end of Riverdale Season 3 and gearing up for Riverdale Season 4. Yes, it's just a preview show. No new episodes have come out yet. We may or may not have recorded four or five episodes that I have yet to release, but but hey, let's get this one out instead, shall we? I am Mary Klikowski, and I am joined here on Kowski Cast as always, by the effervescent Kirsten McKinnis. That's not even the word I wrote down. I, Ethereal was I the just, one I wrote down. I'm not sure why I said effervescent. I think we've had this discussion before. I mean, I'll take effervescent, but I'm just so confused. I wasn't ready for you to be screaming Jughead. It was already our second attempt at starting the podcast. I was like, should I jump in? Is Mary okay? Does she need like a drink or something? But no, just Riverdale season four. That's what Mary needs. Why would so. I need a drink when I have this fresca? Stop. I just, <laughs> nobody likes fresca. Stop. I don't even really like it. It's not that great. Anyway, we're also joined as always by the spectacular Hannah Elam. For those of you who only listen to our season three podcast and haven't gone back and listened to season one, first off, what are you doing? Join us over Shame. there. It's fun. Shame. But also Hannah is one of my friends from college and Hannah is joining us on that podcast and we'll be popping in to season four as well. Hannah, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing, uh, it's good to be here. Work has been wow. stressful this week, so. Oh, yeah. we don't talk about work on these podcasts. This is in a world where work doesn't exist, much like Riverdale. Actually, that's the opposite. Riverdale, everybody's got too many jobs. Unless you're a dad. Except for the dads. If you're a teenager or young adult in Riverdale, you've got three or four jobs. If you're a dad, though, it's looking sad. No jobs. No jobs for you. I just thought we'd pop on here for a little while and do a nice little preview show because while we haven't had any actual new episodes of Riverdale over the summer, we have had a lot of Riverdale-related things going on, and I didn't know where the right place to put this is, so instead of tacking on like 15 minutes to the beginning or end of our Season 4 Episode 1 podcast, let's just do it now, shall we? We shall, yes. (laughs) Great, I need constant feedback. So, just a couple things to go through. First off, let's talk about the most loosely related stuff, which is all of the real-life relationship drama that we've had for these Riverdale characters. Because for those of you who aren't me and don't just stalk all these people on Instagram all the time, you may not be aware that a couple of the Riverdale actors are in relationships. Or are they? Oh, I know, right? Funnily enough, not KJ Appa, who plays Archie. He's like the only one who hasn't had any kind of outside real interest. Yeah, it's almost like without the confines of the show, everyone recognizes that he's the worst. (laughs) That's kind of mean. Actually, I don't really know what he's like as a person. Yeah, I feel like it's sad. Maybe it's because he's a bit younger than most of the other actors. A lot of the actors are in their mid to upper 20s and he's... Is he like maybe dating someone else? Also, remember when I called him AJ Kappa by mistake? I don't, but thank you for bringing that back. Wow, AJ Kappa, (laughs) long time. Uh, I don't know. I think he's I think he's also been fairly busy doing other projects. I know that he did one that was called The Last Summer and then he's in another movie that's coming out that's I Believe. So maybe he's just really busy. And if also, if you do follow him on social media, he just seems like he's having a good time being a, a young guy. So I think, yeah, he's just not really looking for a relationship potentially. Let's read into all of their lives. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. So I just looked at his Wikipedia just to like see what's going on. And I clicked personal life. And the first part is Appa is the nephew of former rugby union player and coach Michael Jones. He has stated that he is a Christian. And then the next section, the only other event they have is Appa was involved in a minor car accident in Vancouver in September 2017, but was uninjured when the passenger side of his car hit a light pole. The event was reportedly reportedly the result of Appa falling asleep at the wheel after a long shoot the previous night. That's it. That's all they have for his personal life. I do remember reading the thing about him falling asleep. Yeah, because I remember there was like an article about all of the real life injuries the characters had had. And one of his was also that he actually broke his hand by like punching the ice in season one in the finale. So checks out. Story checks out. That's funny. Yeah, mostly on his Instagram, he seems to be going to a lot of concerts and playing a lot of music, that kind of thing. So good for him, little little KJ. You know, wait, is it KJ? It's KJ. Or is it AJ? Yes. Okay, it's KJ. darn it's KJ. confused me. I've been fine until this moment. His name doesn't start with an A, unlike his character, Archie. Why is he, like, now I'm looking at his Instagram and it looks like his captions are annoying. <laughs> He's also <laughs> younger than my brother, so I really should not be trying to get him in a relationship. He's yeah, the youngest he's of the cast by far. 22 he's years a, old. I, and he's a fresh 22 also. He's just barely past 21. Okay. I was like, what does that mean? Fresh. <laughs> he's just Unlike 22. Mary, who's a stale 24. You're right. I am a very stale 24. We're getting real close. Remember when she didn't know how old she was? And so she, based on that, would be 26 now. But no. <laughs> 24. You know, one day this is going to be true. Oh, anyway. So yeah. so let's, let's get back to what we were talking about. Actually, let's talk Talk about all of the different shows that people have been in over the summer. Have you guys seen any of the movies that any of these stars have been in recently? You just mentioned, what was it called? Last Summer or The Last yeah, Summer or something? It was Last Summer. I heard that was a really bad Netflix movie. Yeah, I watched it. It wasn't great. It, it's one of those where they're trying to tie all these different stories together and you're supposed to care about all these characters, but you really don't. So, yeah. Wait, which Netflix movie was this? The Last Summer with KJ The Last Appa. Summer. Is it like The Last summer before college is that what it's trying to say yeah or is it a sick kid movie and they're gonna die oh well speaking of sick kid movies did anyone watch five feet apart i'm sure we mentioned that on one of the podcasts when we were definitely talked about it i still have not watched it even though a trailer for it fully made me cry at one point i i don't know what i spent my time watching i watched tall girl on netflix but there's no uh (laughs) there's no riverdale tie in there it's just horrible see here's the thing the effort of going to the movies is so much more than I'm willing to put in that I just watch things that are on Netflix or other streaming services. So it's really hard. It's really hard to muster the strength it takes to really get yourself out of the house into the movies. So I've not seen any of the ones like, you know, Charles Melton was in The Sun is Also a Star. I know you saw Slurs, which had Lily Reinhardt. So they're doing lots of cool things, but unfortunately I did not go out and support. Wait, is the sun- I thought The Sun is Also a Star was a Netflix movie. Is that not a Netflix movie? I thought it was a real release. Like it was in the theater. Oh, I don't know. Okay, maybe it was. Well, and Camila Mendez was in a Netflix movie though. Didn't she have a small part in that one with uh, Noah? What's his name? Yeah. Yeah. Noah Centennial. Yeah, I didn't see that either. (laughs) 
Look, but when it comes to movies that actually go to theaters, I try to support my Riverdale stars, you know? So I, I did see Five Feet Apart, which I will say, ranking sick kid movies, uh, I give it a little bit less than The Fault in Our Stars, but I did buy the book, so we'll get around to that eventually, maybe. Uh, my main takeaway from that one was, oh, look, Cole Sprouse can sing. And then I'm pretty sure he was on the musical episode of season three. And then I was like, oh, you're right, he can sing. So that happened. Um, Hustlers was great. So did either of you see Hustlers yet? I haven't seen it yet. And I almost went today and then was feeling too sick to go today. So I highly recommend it. I need to see it. I need my JLo fix. I liked it a lot. Um, I know that everybody's talking about how great JLo was in it, which is fair. She's good. But Constance Wu blew me away. I thought she did an amazing job in that movie as well. So and Lily Reinhardt was good. I mean, like she didn't have as big of a part. I didn't even know she was in that movie until right now. Yep. She's good. Uh, She actually has a bigger role than the trailers make it seem. They make it seem like she has a very small role, but it's actually a fairly large role. So good job to her and great job to Kiki Palmer as well, who's also in that. Really good Sorry. all around. Kiki Palmer's been killing me lately. Just like that. <laughs> I, I could see this man walking down the street and nothing. Sorry to this man. It's the best. Oh my gosh. Have you seen that video? No, I haven't. Is that an Instagram uh, thing? I'll send it to you later. It's from an interview. It's just, it's incredible. Okay. I'll have to check that out. But anyway, so back to the relationship stuff. As far as I can tell, Camila Mendez and Charles Melton are still growing strong. I mean, if you're with new Reggie, how could you choose somebody else? Yeah, they've been a little quieter on social media in the last couple weeks, but, you know. it's I think it's quieter because it's like a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, when that happens with, with uh, Sprouse Heart, people freak out. So, you know, we'll get to that in a second, though. But with, uh, with Camille Mendez and Charles Mel- Melton, I have to say that they did just celebrate their one-year anniversary back in August, at the end of August. So congrats to a year. Huge milestones man i can't even get to a second date so a year is is quite the time oh god okay you can huff and puff when's the last time you celebrated a year kirsten that's just rude (laughs) (laughs) all right well that's okay um like whatever i also celebrated like a seven year but then i was like bye fair enough all right so on the slightly less happy side of things i have here the cole sprouse lily reinhardt timeline pulled up timeline of their relationships because while some people may not care about this i did and i followed it very strongly back in july so maybe i'm the only one anyway as most of us have known the jughead and betty cooper actors were dating in real life are were hmm not sure. It's up for debate according to the article I read today. <laughs> Did you only just read this today? Yeah, because I don't care at all about this. <sighs> okay. Like, I- you guys were going off in our, like, group chat, and I was like, I, I couldn't possibly care less about this. So let me, let me first explain why I care. Because I don't normally care about famous people relationships, but I think it's just the fact that I enjoy them as a couple, and they're, like, really the only couple that I actually stand. Like, remember... Liam Hemsworth and Miley Cyrus. I don't care because I d- I didn't follow that one as much. Oh, I care a little. I care about that one. See, this is my version of that. The other thing with this relationship is that because we have Riverdale and we're invested into that show, they have developed as characters and as a re- as a couple in that show. So we're also tied to the idea that you know if they break up, then maybe something weird will happen on the show and then it will interrupt. Even though they are professionals, and I believe that they could handle the situation if they did break up but there's a potential that then their chemistry or something would be off in the 
show as well. And it just wouldn't feel as maybe realistic or genuine. But they they do have that that connection that we see as Jughead and Betty. Yeah. And I mean, I think that like... We talk a lot when watching the show, particularly in the third season, about comparing the Archie and Veronica chemistry versus the Betty and Jughead one and how the Betty and Jughead one seems stronger because the couple is actually in a relationship. And I don't know if part of that is just our, like, reading into it because of what we know about them as a couple or not, but I really do think that they seem like they have more chemistry. And we've also seen that when Veronica and Reggie, when their actors started dating in real life, they started coupling them up. Up on the show because of that. And so the thing that I would mostly be afraid of was that kind of like what you were saying is that they would change change the way that they have decided to have the show go because people break up. Like, oh, well, even if Lily and Cole can be adults about this, we're not going to put them in as many scenes together because it might be awkward. That kind of thing. Well, then that's just unprofessional and that's their problem. Okay, but they people do that. I mean, if you watched Game of Thrones at all, there were literal actors who used to date who would refuse to be in scenes together. And so they had to write, you know, do the writing around that, which was frustrating. That's literally stupid, but also this is the first I've ever heard of that. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, the person who played Cersei and the guy who played Bronn uh, refused to be on screen together. So if you know that and you actually start watching it, it's like very obvious. They'll like have Bronn leave the room before Cersei comes in at all times. Huh. Anyway, it's interesting to note. So Lily and Cole, they were going strong for a while until July 2019 when my sister sent me a screenshot from Instagram of, I think it's like, what is it, E! News or something like that? There's some tabloid that's always the one releasing these things. It's also where I found out about Miley and Liam. But it was basically saying that they broke up and uh, the evidence seemed to be the couple were not hanging out at Comic-Con as much. And then they went to separate after parties or something. Now, at the time, I truly, I, I believed it. I thought they had broken up. Not because of the article, but just because they had hadn't posted anything together on Instagram for like a month and I'm usually pretty good at seeing these things. When you're in the online community like we are and you have to watch Mark and Elena break up and get back together like 80,000 times, you start to see the signs. I can't believe you just brought up Mark and Elena. <laughs> I'm just like, why can't we escape them? <laughs> we can never escape Mark and Elena. Anyway, but then by August, this article comes out with, I don't know what it was called, Screen Saviors is the name of the magazine cover. Basically, there was a photo shoot that Lily and Cole did. And here's the part that's confusing about it. So they post these pictures of them together looking very coupley that were taken quote unquote back when they were in a relationship. But the article that accompanied these pictures was seemed to be very like retroactively written. Like someone had written an article and then gone back through and written like back when the couple was together or I should have seen it coming. That kind of thing in there which seemed a little bit bogus. But the, the two of them posted these pictures of them together that also link the article which I thought was weird because if you're trying to be like, haha, look, we're still together. Why would you link the article that's saying that you broke up? But then they caption them like, breaking, a reliable source has confirmed that none of you know your shit. And one was like, unprecedented, Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt consume the flesh of reliable sources to fuel their Bacchanalian sex cult. Also, what the heck is Bacchanalian? What? I don't know. 
That's Cole Sprouse using big words. And Lily tweeted about how you shouldn't believe everything you read on the internet, kids. Blah, blah, blah. Reliable sources can kiss my ass. Except a lot of this, again, it's not saying like, hey, we're together. It's just doing more of like, oh, they don't necessarily know everything they're talking about. Anyway, a little while later, Lily Reinhardt posts a picture of Cole on his birthday, I think, or something. Yeah, let's go with birthday. And, and, but it was also like, oh, no one else knows the fortune it is to love you. But is that, is that current or that you had loved him? Mm, I don't know. But then in September, when Hustlers came out, she called him as her boyfriend and it was kind of like, okay, who cares anymore? They're definitely just have been together the whole time. Or they broke up for a hot second, got back together. No one knows. No one should really care except for the fact that, hey, look, it's time for season four and they're either pretending to be together or at the very least, we will get them together on the show. I just like, I can't bring myself to care that much. And then the other thing too is with like, with season four with Jughead being at this like prep school situation, like we're not going to see that much of him with her. So it, ju- it feels less relevant. I don't know. Yeah, let's jump into that, shall we? So at the end of season three, we got the infamous flash forward to spring break or something of their senior year where it looked like Jughead was missing or dead. They had his beanie and they were all covered in blood, Betty, Veronica, and Archie, that is. At the time, we guessed that probably Jughead was just not there. We didn't really buy into the whole like they killed him idea that some of the people on the internet thought at the time. That was such an insane red herring. Yeah, I just think it's kind of like it was a little too obvious. So we weren't really 100% sure what was going on there. They also faked us out with the Jughead death before in season two where yeah. he you know, was pummeled to death and they left us hanging. But it was one of those things where I think everyone, if they kill off Jughead, so many people would be mad and just not watch the show anymore because like that I honestly considered that in season two when that happened so I don't know that that's a possibility for them but maybe Jughead's been dead this whole time and he's been a ghost that's what we had said at the end of season three I don't really buy that but jumping into the season four trailer that we've seen which a minute long trailer was released as you probably could have guessed if you've seen the trailer that's what I was alluding to with the yelling Jughead because the trailer flashes back multiple times to everybody in the woods walking around yelling Jughead and looking for him. Searching. It's like Edward Cullen broke up with him and they just need to find him. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm so down. We're doing a Twilight podcast, right? That's where this is going? I thought that that was going to happen. It's come up before, but... (sighs) One day. One day it'll happen. But at the end of the trailer, you see that Jughead is also... looks to be buried alive, like trapped in a box or coffin or something underground, sort of banging on it when everybody is yelling Jughead. Now this could be clever editing, could be two completely different episodes or scenes but it's also guess what that's not cute or original they just had him locked in a fridge not that long ago yeah and didn't haven't we had someone buried alive oh they like betty was digging a great yeah no archie was buried alive back when the black hood thing yeah i don't remember betty was like shoveling dirt on him We'll get to it in season two when we get to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't worry. You will be reminded. But yeah, like it's just none of it seemed that uh, original. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what's going on there. Some other things I wrote down. Let's just go through the trailer a little bit because I watched that thing and paused it like every two seconds and wrote down at the very least all the 
the dialogue that happened. Maybe not every little scene. Some people might be able to get more Easter eggs out of it than I did. But first off, Veronica is talking to, you know, the rest of the gang. They're hanging out. They're drinking champagne, clinking together. And Veronica's saying, isn't it crazy? In just nine months, life isn't, we know it, will be over. All right, now let's dissect this. The smart person would probably say, hey, it's, they're talking about spring break or, or the end of the school year when they're all going to go off to college. No, 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 no. I think we need to read into this deeper. They're clearly talking about, alluding to the fact that one of them is pregnant. In nine months, their lives as they know it will be over. So with that lens, let's look at the rest of the trailer, shall Wait, we? Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> they're drinking champagne when one of them is pregnant. I don't think this is realistic at all. And I don't know how you read that hey, into this. Hannah, you can have one glass of champagne. Oh yeah, okay. I think, I think we need to know this. All right, we see a scene of Archie also, yelling takes, to... Hold on. It also takes no, nine months no, no, for no, a let's, year, no, so let's not, hold on. Let's sense. keep going with this train of thought, all right? Hold on. Hannah is just <laughs> not having Mary's insane conspiracy theory today. No, no, no. This is my podcast and my conspiracy theory. All right. Oh, okay. So I guess it's not our podcast. Gotta go. <laughs> Bye. Well, according to Akiva, it's your podcast, which he's just wrong. All right. Uh, I think Akiva's right. <laughs> Okay, the next scene we see is Archie yelling to some guy. Can't tell who it is, but he's saying, what the hell is wrong with you? Now, let's assume that this is Jughead, and he's yelling at Jughead because Jughead has knocked somebody up. Is it Betty? Is it Veronica? We're not sure. Let's think it's Veronica. Yes, Jughead and Veronica had an affair, and <laughs> hey, now Veronica's All pregnant. I know is no, Jughead enough. gets buried alive. Who do we think is going to do that? Scorned lover, maybe? Uh, oh, great. Let's go Mary, to the next I've one. I've had enough. I've had enough of this. Somebody hits Betty on the back of the head with the butt of a gun. Now. I think it's Gladys. Some, it looks like a girl, but we also know that this show is famous for wigs. Could it be Archie in a wig? C- it could be. No, it could not. What are you talking about? <laughs> I feel like Mary's punking us right now. I'm like, not here for like it. I feel like Mary is on drugs. What did, like, Mary, did you try crystal meth today for the first time? Like, what are you doing? Jughead says, our deepest <laughs> desires and our darkest fears. Now, Jughead, we know that he has a rough relationship with his parents, so I think his one of his biggest fears is becoming a parent himself. Mm. No! Now, we know that some of his deep desires may or may not have included Veronica. We saw that steamy kiss in the hot tub back in season two. Or was that season three? No one remembers. Um, Betty just says, oh my god, which appears to be channeling y'all's references to my uh, thing here. Okay, also, there's just Reactions. a big title that flashes reactions yeah there's there's a big title that flashes up on the screen there's some other ones that say things like something about your secrets no one cares but there's this one that just comes up that says senior moments now i think they mean like senior year but i think they're definitely alluding to a flash forward episode where they're going to be seniors in a nursing home what do you think like mary is this your type five what are you doing (laughs) i don't even know what that means because i don't think it's that tight okay veronica we see her say i'm no stranger to scandal yeah Wait. Veronica, we know because you're hiding this pregnancy. Hold on. How come we're not allowed to react to your theories at all? We just have to accept them and then you move on to the next one. No, we're going yeah. we're going through my one theory and then you guys can say whatever you think is going to happen. Archie and Veronica are hooking up. That's nothing new. Uh, Cheryl and Tony are walking down the halls of school throwing rose petals. This is clearly a dress rehearsal for a wedding.
wedding that's going to happen. Yes, Jughead and Veronica are having a shotgun wedding. Is that where the shotgun came from, where they hit Betty with the butt of the rifle? Uh, you know? From Veronica and Jughead's shotgun wedding? This is insane! You know who also had a shotgun? Bella's dad, back when he thought Edward had knocked her up and that's why they were getting married. It all comes full circle. Betty and Jughead making out topless, that's nothing new. There's football. Oh, look, the Vixens are back. But I couldn't help but notice no Betty or Veronica in the Vixen uniforms. That's because Veronica's pregnant and Betty's mad at her for stealing her boyfriend. I think if Betty was mad at Veronica, she would then take over the River Vixens if this was actually a a real situation. This is the most insane thing I've ever heard in my entire life and I've watched three seasons of Riverdale. The only other thing I got from the trailer that I couldn't fit into my um, terrible prediction is that there's a shot of like a whole bunch of honeycombs stacked up and they're just like dripping with honey. Anyone got any ideas there? Uh, Well, honey. Honeys are fertile. Is honey just the new maple honey syrup? Is, honey That's is exactly fertility. what I was going to say. It's like, like oh, it's like a sticky honey. Sticky honey. Ew. Never say that again. <laughs> Anyway, so on to actual things that are relevant. I've read an article on Cosmopolitan of the things you need to know about Riverdale season four. And apparently Cheryl has custody of the twins what? and is refusing to give them back. Wait, and that's going to be a plot point this season. Well, OK, that makes sense because the person who had the twins last was, well, I mean, Tony took one of the twins and who had the other twin? No, Tony Maybe didn't Betty? take them. Penelope had them. Did Penelope have them? I thought Tony. Did Penelope have them both or? just one somebody who was it that was given a twin and then had to climb a ladder was that cheryl maybe that was cheryl i thought it was tony didn't alice help tony get i also thought it was tony no but tony got it and then she was using it as a way to lure betty into the cult anyways apparently that's a thing and madeline pesh has said that in interviews so maybe she's trolling me (sighs) well i mean but 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 again that makes sense because penelope is arrested or escaped i don't remember not important only thing that's important is my pregnancy theory. But we know that Nana Rose obviously cannot take care of these kids, and Alice and uh, Polly are still stuck in the farm somewhere. I mean, Betty's too busy to take care of these kids. Yeah, she's trying to kill Veronica because she, you know, knocked her boyfriend, cheated on Veronica, whatever your theory is. The other thing that's frustrating about this trailer is the other trailers that we've gotten, a lot of this stuff happens in the first episode, right? So we think, oh, this is going to be something that's lasting throughout the whole season. But no, it's just a lot of little pieces that are in the first episode. Yeah, so they've only filmed like three or four episodes that, at this point. Yeah, that it's not really like overarching themes that we're getting. And so it's not going to be a very uh, gratifying thing to really dig too deep into this because we're just going to get answers within the first couple of episodes. Well, so like a couple things that I want answered too is we can make a prediction now. At what point, how many episodes in do you think before uh, we get Alice and Polly back and the farm is gone? I'll say episodes. Six. Huh. I think that they are going to run this into the mid-season finale, so like 12. Because for some reason they love the farm and it's never gone when we think it's going to be gone. Alright, uh, so Hannah said episode 6, Kirsten said episode 12. I will go with episode 8, nice in the middle. Um, Because we guessed like episode 4 or something for how long Archie was going to be in prison last season and that took way longer. Okay, at what point do we think Hiram will break out of jail? Oh, I think God. he's going to like it in jail. 
jail. I don't think he's going to want to get out. Yeah, I saw another thing too where it was like they made Hiram prisoner 0001 because he's the first prisoner in his own prison. And so I feel like it is actually going to be a little bit of a plot point that he's going to be in there for a while. Yeah, but I definitely think he'll be able to do stuff, like manipulate things from jail. Yeah, no, we already have seen that he is in charge. He is in prison, but he is still in charge. So like... Well, I think he's going to break out by the mid-season finale, for sure, which last season was like episode nine. He may even have the ability to just leave if he wants. You know what I mean? Well, what what episode do you think he will get out of jail? Hmm. I'll go with eight. I'll go one before yours. Okay. Ugh, I was going to go with eight. (laughs) Well, then I'm going to pray... I'm going to price this right and go 10. All right, then. Okay, what about do we think that... The other thing from season three that we didn't really get answers to yet is the whole thing with Cheryl having Jason. Oh, yeah. I also... So the, like, director or writer or whatever for Riverdale has been, like, posting a bunch of classic horror movie posters, but with Cheryl in them. And so I saw a theory where it's, like, is, like, somehow she going to, like, combine with Jason into one person? Like, bring his, like, sp- like it's going to be, like, something weird and witchy like that is what I had seen. Which, like, I, I don't know if, if that's, like, real or if it's just what people are theorizing based on these posts. But, like, there's the possibility that there's some sort of weird twin thing going on with this dead body. Have you seen Psycho or, like, Bates Motel? Do you think it would be something similar to that? Or is it See, more, I, like, Yeah, I was going more with, do. like, a psycho kind of mom thing. I don't know. I haven't seen that many horror movies because I don't like being scared. So, I, I don't know. But I, it's something, I think it's be something with like a gemini twin situation and i don't know what they're gonna do i don't know what the plan is i'm hoping it's not like any kind of zombie type stuff i'm hoping there's not any sexual things with the dead bodies oh gross yeah please no especially like that's always disgusting no matter what but also he's been dead for literal years so it's like an extra layer of disgusting so please no that hadn't even crossed my mind i think that by like episode two or three the jason stuff is going to be over and i think that um betty and jughead's brother is just going to come in and somehow snap it out of her like (gasps) oh my gosh that's what i think forgot the brother oh i'm so excited for him but also like i really okay love me some matt elroy so yeah uh, when do we think it's gonna come out that this is fp and alice's kid well i mean betty and jughead already know that do they yeah they said at the very end of season three betty was like oh you're my brother and then jughead was like wait doesn't that mean you're my half brother too so somehow they know even though we never really established when i think we basically got that information back in episode four from the midnight club i think even though we never saw betty and jughead discuss it which was one of our pain points of season three i think that that was something that we just assumed i mean it's literally on my riverdale sticky note wish list of inform bughead of phallus which we never had that happen so we'll see all right so in terms of some other kind of prediction things one thing that or one person that was very obviously absent from the trailer was reggie i did not see him much so hopefully he's still a character hopefully he's still sort of a lead role he better be i saw a picture of him in a football um uniform yeah definitely saw some football so hopefully we'll get a little bit of him which means we will get the trials and tribulations of high school football yeah do you think they're actually gonna go to class this year uh, I think we'll get a solid or let's do over under over under how many actual classroom scenes do you think we're gonna get and they cannot just be 
like entering or leaving a classroom. They actually have to do something in the classroom. Oh, well, like Ten. three. But the other thing too that I saw is that the creators of the show wanted to center it more in the school this year. So I think we'll see them at school lots, but they've never done a lot in the actual classroom. Yeah, yeah. I agree. We've had a couple meetings in there, but that's about it. Like they normally yeah. will see them at lunch or at their after school activities. They don't spend a lot of time like on their actual learning. And I so I think we'll see them at the school more, but I don't think we're going to see them in the classroom, which I'm absolutely fine with. Yeah, it's not like a Teen Wolf where they're actually having science class or other things where teachers are involved. <sighs> see, the thing is, I don't need them to be like studying. I don't need an episode about them like doing a history report or whatever. But I, I would appreciate them having at least a few more episodes or scenes of them like in the blue and gold office or, you know, well, yeah, and I think there's going to be around. lots of that. It's just okay. not going to be in a classroom. Well, I guess we'll see. What about Josie? Since we know that she is in another show at this point, do we think that Ashley I'm pretty sure it's Murray confirmed that she's not coming back to Riverdale. Okay, because it seemed pretty much like they wrote her out. Yeah, I think like if anything, we'll see like one cameo. Okay, I could believe that. I could believe that. Which is, you know, it's sad, but she, you know, the actress is on to bigger and better things. So that's good. What about Moose? Do you think Moose will come back? Ugh, I hope not. I'm over it. See, I can see that. But honestly, after the Moose plotline last season, Kevin really didn't have a whole lot to do besides become a farmy. Yeah, I wonder, like, what's going to be going on with Kevin now that he's the only one still in town? Now, he was with Fangs, who was also, as we said last time, like, triple dipping in the Serpents, the Fight Club, and the farm. Do we think Fangs will come back this season? Or do we think he probably will come back around the same time that Polly and Alice do? Um, I don't, I don't know. I feel like they just like using Fang to, like, fill any gap where they need to put a person and they don't know who to put. Yeah, I agree. So they'll probably do a similar thing with him in this season. Do you think everyone's going to come back from the farm at the same time or do you think we're going to like get trickles of people coming back? Do we think everyone is going to come back from the farm? No. I, I definitely think somebody's got to die and it's either going to be Evelyn or uh, Mr. Farm himself. Edgar Edgar Evernever. Uh, CMM. Yeah. I mean, I don't want Chad Michael Murray to die. I could tell that Hannah was confused by who CMM was. Yeah, she was, <laughs> so she's like, what's CMM? What's and I'm CMM? like, I'm going to smoothly help you out here and then Thank Mary Thank you. So we'll see about that. And then uh, how do we think that, I know we already discussed this a little bit, but how do we think the Fred Andrews situation is going to be covered? So it, it looks like that is happening in the premiere. I saw a, a promo for the premiere episode today, which I, I'm not afraid to admit it. It almost brought me to tears. They are doing the first episode as a tribute to Fred, as well as his funeral, as they are actually killing the character. And and it looks like it's going to be a giant downer, but hopefully a good tribute for Luke Perry. Yeah, I noticed that the episode was called In Memoriam, so I figured yeah. that it was probably going to be something around there. Yeah, Do if you think... watch this, like, clip, it's like, it looks like it's going to be a very sad episode. I think that is fair. So one thing I did this summer while not editing Riverdale episodes was mm. I watched all of Glee. And one thing that I took away from that was I think they did a really good job handling the actors death in that show as well and yeah Cory Monteith's death and so I was kind of a little bit bummed that we didn't really get a tribute episode in season three I think a lot of that had to do with timing and the 
them just trying to finish the season. But I'm glad to see that that is going to happen now. In terms of the character, my gut feeling is that we're going to sort of get some sort of, oh, it's Archie's birthday, he's 18, either the house will be sold and then we're not really going to have to use that as a set, or Molly Ringwald will be in the show a bit more in, even if she doesn't necessarily completely move back, there'll be some sort of reason why he's able to still live in that house. Yeah, no, it's been announced that Molly Ringwald will be more of a presence in the show. Okay, that, that makes sense. Because I'm pretty sure Archie is still maybe 17 at, at most. And and another thing is that in the end of season three, and we can't really take everything that happened at the last episode of season three uh, to mean anything because this show kind of plays fast and loose with <laughs> stuff that it puts in it. But Archie mentioned that he wanted to turn the boxing arena place that he now owns into some sort of halfway home slash like YMCA almost kind of thing. And I don't know if that's going to really continue happening. I saw in the trailer at least a couple shots in the boxing gym, but I think that that could potentially be a little bit more of a sort of safe haven place for him in this season. I'm just sick of that plot. Yeah, I really like to see as little punchaholism as possible, but we'll see what we've got. But I think that because of that, we may continue seeing Sheriff Keller sort of in a father role for Archie. So that may or may not be something that comes yeah, out Yeah, when of. we see him at all. Yeah. Uh, why he can't play a father role to his own son, not sure, but uh, yeah, I don't know. That would be nice. Um, So... That is pretty much all I have for season four. For anyone else who's interested, though I'm not particularly interested, Katie Keene will also be coming out. Uh, does anyone have a release date for Katie Keene? I'm a little excited for Katie Keene only because I do really like Lucy Hale. She's got those great eyebrows, you know? Uh, in May, a trailer was released for Katie Keene, so I'm not sure when the show is going to start yet. But uh, yes, like you said, starring Lucy Hale, it's going to be set in NYC, and Katie Keene is a this is winter spring 2020 fashion legend okay so we've got a little while for that we will probably look into it a little more and see if it's worth watching i'm surprised you're not more excited for the cw to have nancy drew coming out right after riverdale on wednesdays uh yeah i got too many shows to watch <laughs> who's in nancy drew nancy. who's gonna be in that i literally have no idea i just saw that it airs right after riverdale and i was like oh mary likes nancy drew is that is it starting on the 9th as well um i think it might be let me see nancy drew is starring oh well the trailer makes it look even more riverdale like than katie keen so i think that was my problem is i like that riverdale is a little bit yep Weird. october 9th it's a little bit more yeah th like there's yeah, a mystery not element normal, to it okay <laughs> Well, it's they're... weird. Do you see? It's weird, guys. They have. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Who does that? Who does yeah, that? No, nobody does that. It's not normal. But Katie Keene seemed a little too normal to me. It's just kind of like, oh, people in New York City being fashion legends and singer songwriters. I don't know. I don't really care about that as much. So maybe I will check out the Nancy Drew thing. Uh, Wednesdays are getting a little bit heavy for me with Survivor, but we'll see. Yeah, Survivor, the challenge, Riverdale. If somebody could release a show on another day of the week, that would be great. That would Thanks. be great. But the only thing I did want to say about the Katie Keene trailer is that apparently Katie Keene works for a department store called Lacey's. So uh. I can only assume that that is a play on Macy's unless, I mean, I have not read the comics unless that is that No, that's the a store close from the but no cigar. But yeah, I'm glad to see that Katie Keene will at least be doing the close but no cigars. Does Sabrina do that? I mean, probably, but I don't really look out for them. I just wait and then you tell me when they happened. Okay, great. Anyway, well, <laughs> 
Well, uh, also, Lucy Hale is wearing way too many outfits that are covered in cherries. That's kind of Cheryl's thing. So I don't know how I feel about that. Well, she's never met Cheryl and they're in different cities. So I think they can both wear red. Mm, Well, we'll see. All right. Well, uh, that's all I had written down. Does anyone else have anything interesting that they want to talk about before the season four premiere? I don't have anything else. Okay, great. Well, we will be back sometime after October 9th. When the premiere of season four happens, guys, we're going to be back for episode one. Get yourself ready. And then we'll be back for episode two. And then all of them. We'll be there for every episode. Yeah. Let's hope that this fall is not as crazy as last season with all of the hiatuses, yatuses, with all the yatuses that happened last season. Honestly, it's nice to get a week off, though. Yeah. It's nice to get a week off, but... I think that it definitely hurt the season, the pacing of the season a little to have the mid-season finale at episode eight or whatever it was out out of of 23 or something last season. It just, it came a little early. And uh, that was the infamous one where Archie, what, got like mauled by the bear or something? No, that was, the that stuff happened after I thought. Because wasn't the, the hiatus, like the mid-season finale was when they were locking down the town. And it was like, we've called a state of emergency. We're locking down the town. And then wasn't that like right when Archie escaped? No, because they locked down the town. And the scene you see after that is where Jughead and FP drive back on their motorcycles from where they've just left yeah, Archie. Yeah, and then Archie. She is running up to the hinterlands. And sure, then, like, okay, but, but then it's right two episodes that episode. later, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then like two episodes later, yeah. Archie gets miraculously sur- survives, uh, getting attacked by a grizzly bear, and then walks home. Yeah, wow. And also, again, the hinterlands are not a real place. I don't know about y'all, but I'm so glad season three is over. I just don't think it's going to get any better. (laughs) Right. Famous uh, writer on season three, Kirsten McInnes. I famously love season three of Riverdale. All right, everyone. Well, that's all for this week. We'll be back next time for episode one of season four. You can follow all of us on social media if you're interested. Hannah is on Instagram at hannahv.exe. That is Hannah with two N's and one H. And dot exe is a coding joke. So let's see it's, if anyone it's gets It's better that. when you explain it. <laughs> Some people might be like, I don't understand. Why is there an exe? Whatever. You it's can, like, you know how when you download an application, the file that you open is like a dot exe? Yeah, it's an executable. It's an executable file. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm Hannah is so executable. So much better. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so you can find me on social media at Kirsten Said What on Twitter and Instagram. And I have started a new adventure on Twitch. So follow me, twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. As I struggle through learning how to play The Sims, it's entertaining if you like to make fun of people for being stupid because I'm really bad. I think whenever that's said, I always want it to be said, Kirsten Said What. Yeah, it's like Kirsten Said What. Yeah. Oh, okay. I never I never say it in my head that way. Um, well, it's like Kirsten said, what? You can follow me <laughs> everywhere at Frail Mary. I'm also on Twitch. I'm streaming Nancy Drew and the old Harry Potter games. We're doing purely nostalgic PC games over here right now. So if you want to check that out as well, you can find all of our podcasts on KowskiCast.com. That's cow with a K. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Well, we won't see you, but you'll hear us. Bye. Ah! <laughs> Everyone recognizes that he's the worst!